are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. I want to share with you on the subject of faith. Now, we're not going to talk about anything very new. You know, sometimes I think we miss it when we always try to come up with something new. I think it's the basic things that we need to go back to from time to time. And T.L. Osborne said something that just got in my spirit, and I've never been able to forget it, don't ever intend to. He said, every major move of God that started on a new revelation stopped or ceased when they quit emphasizing what it started on. And if you're not careful, you go on to other things sometimes and leave the basic things, and uh, then we forget them. The very thing that started the word movement several years ago, if you could call it that, back in the 70s, the word of faith got started and was taught all over the nation. And I'll tell you, there's some things about faith that we need to never forget. We're going to talk about faith tonight. We could call this the seed of faith, our faith as a seed. Open your Bibles to Hebrews, the 11th chapter. Some very familiar passages of Scripture. But yet I'm convinced that in these are some very basic things that without the knowledge and without the continued renewing of our minds to these things, we're going to miss some blessings that God has for us. Hebrews chapter 11, let's read from verse 1 down through verse 3. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made by things which do appear. Now I want you to notice especially the third verse here where it says through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God. We could say it this way actually, that it's through faith that we understand that God framed the worlds with his words. God's word framed the world. Then of course back to verse 1 it says now faith is the substance of things. Faith is a substance. Now, a substance means a raw material. It could be a seed. In fact, it is a seed. Being a farmer for 30 years, I guess some of these things come to me a, a little easier than some others because I can understand that without a seed, you're not going to have a harvest. Everything that the farmer seeks for in harvest starts with a seed. That seed is the substance of the thing that he hopes for. See, you hope for the thing desired. Now, in, in this verse of Scripture here, it says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, and also it is the evidence of things that are not seen. Now, I think one of the problems is that sometimes we thought that faith was the substance of things you could see, but it's not. It's the substance of things not seen. The unseen realm is where we have the most trouble. You know, you don't have a lot of trouble believing things that you can see. You hear people say it all the time, you know, well, when I see it, I'll believe it. Well, that's not faith at all. 
See, you don't have to use your faith to see something that's already manifest in the natural realm. Because it's in the realm of knowledge, you can see it. It's like this podium, you see. It's here, and I don't have to see it to believe it. I don't have to use my faith to believe it. I can turn my head, I can touch it, I can feel it. I guess if I'd bite it, I could taste it. For you see, it's in the natural realm. And everybody knows it's here. So you don't have to use faith on that. But faith works on the unseen realm. It is the substance of things. Now God had a lot to say about things. And sometimes people say, well, you know, I just don't believe God wants us to have things. Well, yes, God wants us to have things because he told us how to obtain things. But God doesn't want things having you. You understand that? You see, it's all right to have things. Now, it's not right to serve riches. The Bible says you can't serve God in mammon. You can't serve God in riches. But you can make riches serve you and God. So we need to keep the right relationship with the things that God has given us. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now, what you hope for is what you desire. Isn't that right? Now, then again, someone will say, well, now, I'll just tell you, you know, you're just teaching people how to get things. Well, yes, but we're talking about things that God has given us. How many of you believe that God's interested in us having the things that he's already given us? See, we're not talking about getting something that God doesn't want you to have. We're talking about obtaining the things that God has already given to us. 2 Peter chapter 1 says, God has given unto us all things. How many things? All things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Well, now, you see, if you don't have knowledge of something, how could you have faith to believe for it? How many of you know that you can't believe any further than you have knowledge? So then we have to have knowledge of the promise before we could have faith to believe for it. So what we're talking about here is faith being the substance of things hoped for, the things that God has provided for us. See, we're not talking about reaching out after things that God doesn't want you to have. Now sometimes when you start talking about that, people say, well, you know, prosperity will ruin people. It'll destroy them. No, the Bible said prosperity will destroy a fool. <laughs> you see, you can use riches wisely. And when we're talking about things, we're not especially just talking about prosperity, but that would be involved in it. Prosper physically, financially, spiritually, socially, and every other way. That's God's desire for us is to have abundance. Second Corinthians the Apostle Paul says that you know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be made rich. Now, you see, there's people that try to say that, well, now that means spiritually. Of course, that would be included, but in the context, it's not included. It's simply talking about finances in that whole chapter. In fact, two chapters there, the eighth and ninth chapter, he's talking about finances. That's what he's referring to. So because Jesus became poor, that we through his poverty might have abundance. Now the word rich there means abundance, so don't get the idea that everybody should have a million dollars. 
but they should have abundance enough to pay your bills and be able to give to others and give to the ministry and to missionaries. That's God's will concerning you. And then sometimes people say, well, you see, Jesus, he was poor when he was here on earth and he didn't even have a place to lay his head. Jesus didn't even own a house. Well, that's right. But did you notice what Paul said about it? He became poor that ye through his poverty might be made rich. So it is the will of God that we obtain the things that God has provided for us. Now, the children of Israel was given the promised land. It was theirs, belonged to them. God said, go in and possess it. It belongs to you. And not only that, he assigned an angel, a special angel, the angel of the Lord, to keep them in the way and guide them and keep them, lead them to the place that God had prepared for them. Now, a special angel was assigned to them. But did you notice that many of them never made it? They fell by the wayside. Many of them died in the wilderness. You know why? Because they wouldn't believe what God said. In fact, Hebrews, the fourth chapter, says the gospel was preached to us as well as them, but it did not profit them. The word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So because of a lack of faith in what God said, there was many of the children of Israel that never did enter into the promised land what God intended for them to have, and God said that it was a land where there would be no lack. Now, the promised land is not a type of heaven. It can't be because there was giants there and there were wars to be fought. It's a type of our inheritance in this life. So many of them didn't enter in because of their unbelief. But you see, if we learn to mix faith with the word of God, the promise of God, when you gain the knowledge of God, you gain the faith of God. Now let's come back to this here in the first verse here in Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. In a court of law, if you were to say, well, now I have evidence, I have proof, see? Evidence would mean proof. If someone said, I have proof of this thing, well, that means that they can prove that it exists. So the things we hope for and have the word of God for, they exist somewhere if they didn't, you couldn't have proof of it, and faith is the proof of it. It's the substance of it. So it exists in the realm of the Spirit, in the mind of God, in the promise of God, and as far as God is concerned, it is already in existence and belongs to you because he's given it to you, but you may not have possession of it yet. Can you see that? But yet, faith is the evidence of it and the proof of it. So if faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, it is the seed of the thing that God has promised. Now a farmer that plants a grain of corn or he plants a crop of corn, that seed has in it the substance of what he desires. How many of you know you don't plant corn and reap cotton? Can you see that? I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, all of this week we have CD offer number 7113. It's entitled Faith as a Seed. It's a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. Now, when it comes to using your faith, you use faith like you would use a seed. Well, what do you do with a seed? Well, you just plant it. 
That's what a seed is good for. If you only had one seed, it would only be good for planting. And if you're smart enough to plant it, it will eventually produce enough wheat, you know, to feed the whole town. But if you don't plant it, it won't produce anything. Now, in Luke, the 17th chapter, Jesus said to the disciples, when they asked him to give them more faith, he said, if you had faith as a mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Now, notice what he said. Didn't say it obey God. Didn't say it prayed to God about it. In other words, an inanimate object that was in their path, in other words, it was an obstacle in their path, said, uh, you would say, if you had faith as a seed, you would say, be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Now, you understand, he's talking about obstacles that's in your path. It might be financial, might be physical. Say to it, you're removed. You'll never hinder me again as long as I live. Now, he's telling you that if you had faith as a mustard seed. Now, the word mustard is important because a mustard plant is a plant that you cannot hybrid. It will be mustard no matter what you do to it. You cannot crossbreed it with any other plant. It will not hybrid. It will be mustard. Now, you need to understand that. He's saying if you have faith, it won't change. You'll be willing to say what's going to happen and because you release your faith in words. Oh, well, I need to preach it here, but I don't have time. Faith is a seed. 7113 is the offer number for a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.